Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the LA Soccer Hub Show. Uh, today's Monday, November 1st. We're already at Monday. Uh, final couple games uh, for the MLS season for both LAFC and LA Galaxy. So today we're doing a special show. The Galaxy played today at 7 uh, Monday versus the Seattle Sounders. And tomorrow, LAFC player against the Vancouver Whitecaps. So this is going to be a pre-recorded show. I got both JP, uh, who, who writes for LA, who covers for us, LAFC, and obviously Alex, who writes for the LA Galaxy. Uh, JP, how you doing? I'm good, man. How are you guys? Pretty good. Alex, how you doing? Doing pretty good. JP, you look like you had a, a great weekend this past yeah, weekend. I had an event for Halloween. Had an event for Halloween. <laughs> look, Halloween was it was a great time. Uh, what'd you dress up as? I I it was very last minute, so I just put khakis, a Hawaiian shirt, found a bucket hat, and you know, try to be a tourist. So hey, that's not bad. You know what? I was a tourist. In college, when I, I dressed up as a tourist in college, yeah, party that's cool. What about you, Alex? What did you dress up as? Uh, I just I was uh on TikTok and I saw people doing like pumpkin head things, so I, I decided to do that. I just wore like a uh, uh, khakis flannel and then put a pumpkin over my head. That was it. <laughs> nice. So your head smelled like pumpkin, pumpkin yeah. Then I had to shower a couple of times to really get rid of the smell, but it's, it's all gone now. Oh, I think you still have a little something on your head. No, no, don't mess with me like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. I didn't, I didn't dress up. I didn't do anything. I was busy. I had uh, covered some things. I was working this weekend as well. So, but I did, I did uh, partake in some of the activities during the day. So, I mean, I was, I was able to be on Melrose, uh, a bunch of stuff. Got a couple of giveaways. But look, call. Everybody dressed up. I did see LAFC. A couple of the guys got dressed up. You know, we saw Brian Rodriguez, um, obviously Carlos Vela, and then also the other Galaxy. I think Efra, Efrain Alvarez. He was Jigsaw. Uh, Jigsaw, right? Yeah, From, and he was uh, uh, yeah. on the bike going to everybody in the locker room. So that was pretty funny. Yeah, no, that was that was that was that was amazing. I did also see on TikTok like uh, a little kid dressed up as a paletero, like as a little paletero man. I don't know if you saw that. No, yeah. I didn't see that. He had like the, it was it was funny. He had like the little cart. So his mom made him a little cart. He had like. Uh, Cheetos in the front, he had Takis, and he had like you know, <laughs> whatever the kid's name was, it was on the side. It was like paletas, but yeah, Interesting. Uh, no, I, never I, heard I, of that was, before. Yeah, no, it, it was pretty cool. I had like a couple million likes, so I was like, ah, oh, you know, this is amazing. But look, we're here to talk uh, MLS standings, both LFC and LA Galaxy. So, um, let's talk about that because it's interesting, right? On one hand, yeah, LAC had an impressive win against the Seattle Sounders, right? But unfortunately, still sit in ninth place. On the other hand, Galaxy come from a tough loss against Sporting KC, uh, you know, away without Chicharito. Now they're in seventh seed, you know, going playing the the uh, the Galaxy, playing the Sounders today. So it, it's tough because anything can happen. 
both teams could either be in, both teams could either be out, one team could be in or out. So it's very unpredictable in these last two games, and especially decision day is going to be uh, very critical. Um, JP, I'll start with you. How are you feeling about, uh, obviously, LAFC going into uh, tomorrow's game? Uh, there's no margin for error. You know, you can't drop points. It's six for six um, to get into playoffs. Four out of six, kind of, you got to, you know, wait for a lot of results to go your way. So ultimately, if LAFC get six points, they should be they should be in, in playoffs. Yeah, as, as we can see the standings there, obviously, you know, we have, um, like I said, LA Galaxy in, seventh, in the seventh seed with 46 points. Real Salt Lake with 45 points. In eighth place, and LAFC with forty-four points in ninth place. Alex, how, how are you feeling about um, the Galaxy going tonight against the Seattle Sounders? Right, it's not going to be an easy game. The Sounders are in second seed, but they're also fighting for that first seed. Uh, how, how are you feeling about the team today? Uh, it's definitely going to be a really big test and the biggest indicator of this team and if this season will be considered a failure or not. Because if we make the playoffs, this season really isn't a failure. You know, last couple of years have been horrible, and then now. Under year one with Greg Manning, you're making the playoffs. That's a big step in improvement. Both teams have something to play for. As you mentioned, it's going to be an emotional night too in Seattle. Jordan Morris will make his return. And, you know, he's like a hero up there in Seattle. So uh, Seattle's definitely going to be rocking. They are also trying to get the number one seed with Sporting Kansas City, who lost uh, yesterday to Minnesota. And that was a key game for both LA Galaxy and LAFC. Both of the fan bases had to pay attention to that game. And now Seattle, they can be the number one seed now. So they're definitely going to be playing with everything here. Uh, the Galaxy, this is the biggest test, biggest game of the year. Like, I, I can't hype it up anymore. This is the biggest game of the year because if you get a win here, you climb up to fourth or fifth place. And I know mathematically, you know, they wouldn't lock in a playoff spot, but more than likely they will if they win this game. Most likely they'll be a low seed, but I think that this is the biggest game and it'll be the biggest test of this team. I'm hoping Greg Vanny tac- tactically switches things up a little bit, but we'll have to see later tonight in Seattle. Yeah, because look, like I said, uh, uh, if they get a win, somehow get a get an incredible win, because it's gonna be tough. Uh, you know, they would be tied uh, in fourth place uh, with the with the Portland Timbers, who are currently right, they have forty nine points. Um, another another thing to that as well is, um, I believe they should have uh, Raul Rudy Diaz back, right? Or I'm um, not sure about that. I know Jordan Morris, but I Jordan don't know Morris. If- what about Joe uh, Paulo? Joe Paul yeah. is coming back because he was yeah. on yellow card accumulation suspension. Okay, so that was that was big for them when I was watching when we when I was at the LAFC game because the midfield there was nothing in the midfield. Yeah. Obviously, the, the threat up top is not the same without Raul Ruiz Diaz. But if they get someone in the mid midfield, it, it, it could make things a little bit more difficult for for the other galaxy. Um, also, I also think uh, for the galaxy, like I'm with you on this one because yeah, if they get a win tonight and then whatever happens with Minnesota on on decision day, right? It's it's a lot more. You make it more simple. You make it think you get think, make things easier on yourself if you're the Galaxy. If you get a victory tonight, I mean uh, a tie. You know, one point's not going to be bad, but it's it's not ideal. Um, especially after that loss to uh two 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 Sporting KC and also that tie. I also feel that tie against FC Dallas really made things um very difficult because you know instead of getting that tie, you could you could have had the, the three points to look. They could have been. And fifth place with 48 points if they would have gotten all, all three points uh, against Dallas. But unfortunately, now they're in the seventh spot. And when you're, 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 you're just hanging by a thread, it's not a good, not a good spot to be in. But like, I think we're also, I think this is also a good test for the Galaxy to see how they will do if they make it in the playoffs, right? Because if they want to make a deep run, you, you got to know that one way or another, you're going to run in through the, run through the Seattle Sounders one way or another. So this is going to be, 
a potentially good test to see how they do. Uh, like the MLS schedule is weird, right? We got a game Monday, we got a game Tuesday. Why not make it this Saturday, this past Saturday? I don't know what what the reasoning for this or Wednesday. You know, I think that the the scheduling hopefully next season uh, can be better. I know it was like with the CBA this year, but I hopefully next year it, it can be a lot better and it's not as crammed as as it was this year. Uh, JP, when you when you're when you're seeing the game today, because today's game, today's Galaxy game is also big for you guys. It's also big for LAFC. Um, because yeah. depending how Galaxy, if they win, obviously that doesn't help you guys. But if they lose or if they tie, uh, you know, it keeps you guys a little bit more in contention. How you feeling? How you feeling about watching or seeing what the result will be for the Galaxy today? Yeah, you just have to wait, you know, for teams to drop points. LAFC can easily wake up tomorrow or, you know, wake up on Wednesday um, above the playoff line. You know, if LA Galaxy don't win and, and LAFC win. Um, so, yeah, we have, we're, I'm watching, you know, all the other teams play. Um, I saw the beginning of the SKC game. I was like, okay, 1-0, they should win. Took a nap, woke up, Minnesota Minnesota won. I was like, oh, did not expect that. But, um, yeah, I mean, you got to you gotta really be watching everything, doing all the math, who has to lose, who has to win. Um, but like I said, LAFC gets six points. Um, doesn't really matter um, what, about the other results. They should they should they should be in there at least on at seventh. Yeah, and I, I was gonna say, Alex. Another thing, uh, Jorge Villafaña should be available for the other galaxy. I don't do think, think so. No, I don't think so. No, no, he's not match fit either way. Even if he was. Well, well, let's talk about that position because Nico, it, it, it's you know, it, he's been up and down. That position has been is it, it, has been head scratching, right? Um. Without without Jorge Villafania actually being there available, we know Greg Vanley has put in Nico, but that that's gonna you gotta you gotta assume that's gonna be a, a, a the the left side of LFC, uh, LA Galaxy, excuse me, is a side that the Sounders are are definitely gonna attack because it's been the most vulnerable at times this season. Oh yeah, for sure. And Johnny Russell literally put that on display the entire game against uh, SKC. Johnny Russell had his way, and honestly, this is what I'm talking about when I'm saying Greg Vanney needs to switch things up tactically, like. Nico Heimelainen, I think me and Gio, we can agree, like he's good attacking wise, like attacking wise uh, down that left flank. He's really good, but defending, not so much tracking back, trying to cover crosses, not really that guy to be put in front of a winger. So I think if I'm Greg Vanny, I want him to be playing as a wing back if, because if we need to have somebody at that left hand side. And if we want to utilize the best of Nico, play him as the left wing back. I, I, that's his best position, his natural position. He's not a great defender, play with three center backs. Uh, honestly, that's what should be done, especially against uh, Seattle. So I'm hoping we see that adjustment because Nico defensively has been such a liability that I think, you know, if we're trying to, if we, because we need to play him because there's nobody else who can play at that left back spot. So if we're going to play him, might as well play with his strengths and have him be a uh, left wing back and have him go up the flanks. Yeah. And that, that, I mean, that, that's going to be very, very crucial for the Galaxy, how they play th- that back line, because I mean, you know, you know, Seattle in Seattle is not is not easy win, and also the turf. Let, let's not forget about the turf yeah. because I mean that that adds a component. The ball's a lot faster. The touches on the ball can be completely different, and I think that's 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 I mean that's the biggest challenge when you're up there. It's going to be chilly. It's going to be um the water. The, I mean the 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 weather is going to be a lot more wet. You know, so the ball definitely spins. It's also November, so I mean it's going to be cloudy. I know it's cloudy here today in LA, so. We'll have to see what, what this game goes. But how you feeling um, about Chicharito? Because I know Greg Vanny said he was going to be available, but like he, you know, if, if he wasn't able to travel, obviously we don't know how serious it was, but he wasn't able to travel. He's probably better. He, he probably feels better. He probably got some vitamin C and he feels better. But how you feeling uh, about Chicharito? Because because they, they're going to need Chicharito today if they're going to win, right? Because without in Sporting KC, you saw 
the big drop off. How are you feeling about Chicharito uh, being able to help the team today? Oh, yeah. Before I get to that, you know, you mentioned the turf, too. is like a 50% chance to rain in Seattle. So there's some more weather conditions that they have to get used to. But going on to talking about Chicharito, um, yeah, he's definitely going to be needed to play. And another tactical thing that I want to see changed is let's let's start Dejan Jovalich next to him because Seattle played with a back three. And Chicharito alone in the two games that he's played against Seattle was a no-show. He literally could not get any consistent touches on the ball. And even if he did, it was just a quick touch pass back, and that was it. You know, if we want to break the Seattle back three, we need to have Dejan Jovalich and Chicharito up front. I think Chicharito's runs, his passes have all been excellent this year. And he's been the best player on the Galaxy team uh, when it comes to scoring goals and getting that offense going. And he needs to be 100% and just be playing the best that he can and needs some assistance with Dejan Jovalich up front because alone, he's not going to get through those three center backs by himself. He needs more help. Yeah, no, he's going to be very crucial. So talking from one Mexican star to another, Carlos Vela, JP, you and I were at the at the game against Seattle Santos. Impressive win. Did not expect the 3-0, uh, you know, pounding uh, from LAFC to the Sounders. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we did see Carlos Vela back. Um, yeah. Obviously, we did see Chicho score. We did we did see Latif score. You know, it was an impressive game from the LAFC side. Whether Seattle was fully healthy or not, doesn't matter. They got the three points. They got the must win. But we saw Carlos Vela come back. We, we saw the standing ovation. We saw how, how much LAFC fans still love him. Uh, regardless, you know, people are people upset. Um, you know, we saw that the, the, the passion's still there uh, from the fans, and it was good to see him come on the field. Um, what were your thoughts on seeing that, what, you know, when we saw that from the fans? You know, I did not expect that reception. He even said it, you know, I, he didn't expect it. That was, that was a big pop from the crowd once, once he came in, you know, once the announcer said, you know, Carlos, and then everybody, you know, scrammed his last name and, and cheered for him. Um, yeah, I mean, I didn't expect that. Um, it's good to see him back. Um, Bob, I think, did a good good job of managing the game, you know, not forcing him more than, you know, 10, 15 minutes when he, when he went in. Um, but, yeah, I mean, now he has to, you know, really really get fit, match fit um, if, we, if we make playoffs or maybe for that, you know, final crucial game on decision day versus the Rapids because I don't think he's going to be match fit or, like, 100% match fit for tomorrow. Um, but I think he should see a bit more minutes than what he saw against the Seattle. Yeah, even even just yeah, right. Whatever, what he paid 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. Um, but like you know, you could assume he maybe could go twenty, thirty minutes, uh, potentially tomorrow. Um, but the the offenses look good, right? Brian Rodriguez, Chicho, Danny Masovsky, you know, they all been getting in the mix. Now you add Carlos Vela, right? So you, yeah. you got to assume Danny Masovsky's his minutes are going to be the first ones are going they're going to be cut. Brian Rodriguez is also he he may not go the full you know the full ninety minutes if if you have Carlos Vela if you try to play with two attackers up top, but so it's it's an interesting mix. But the Vancouver Whitecaps are not an easy team. They're not going to be an easy team because they're rolling. They're rolling right now. Uh, even though it's and they're in the six they're in the sixth seed right now with forty seven yeah. points. So it's not going to be an easy game because they want to win. You guys want to win. They win. They pretty much almost secure. Yeah. The playoff one, right? They they you, yeah. they, they bump up in the in the secure uh, a playoff one. You tie a tie doesn't help you guys. You guys gotta you guys gotta since you gotta win out. Um, yep. How you how you feeling about that game? How you feeling about feeling, facing a red hot of Vancouver Whitecaps? Um, you know streaks streaks are meant to be broken. So I think that's that's what um you know the team should be thinking. Um, they seem positive. They all seemed happy yesterday. You know, regardless if it was just Halloween. You know, the team seemed happy together um Vela's back so that's you know another bonus off the bench um we're at home you know the crowd is really going to be behind them this game um they should be ready you know 
um, beating 3-0, um, beating, beating Seattle 3-0 is not an easy task. So, you know, they, they have to believe in themselves in order to, to win this game, you know, because this is the first real final um, or first real playoff game um, if they want to they wanna make it to playoffs of the season. Um, they beat the Vancouver Whitecaps. They, they, they hop them. They jump them. So, um, you know, from goal differential to overall wins in the season, you know, the two main tiebreakers, um, LAFC would jump them with same, the same points, but that would be the difference maker. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm pulling the stats up right there so we can we can see it again. Um, yeah. For those listening, so we see uh, Vancouver Whitecaps 447. Alex, I also got to assume that you, that you want Vancouver to drop points and you potentially, you know, you'd like a, a tie at it from LAFC Vancouver because that would that would essentially help help you guys, right? Because if Vancouver wins, obviously they they get three points. They go they go right above you guys for sure. I mean, they're already above you guys, but they they, they extend that gap with you guys. But I, I got to assume you're also going to be paying attention to that, to that LAFC game tomorrow. Oh, yeah, for sure. I'll definitely be watching it. And best case scenario for LA Galaxy, if they lose this game, is a tie between Vancouver and LAFC. That's the best case scenario, uh, really. And all the games have been, I've been watching all of them, scoreboard watching and stuff. So every single thing matters. Even I'm worried about the Galaxy's goal difference. When it comes down to decision day, I'm hoping that goal difference is a bit closer to zero, just in case, you know, tie it on points and that's the tiebreaker. I'm hoping the Galaxy just kind of fix that a little bit whether it be scoring goals today in Seattle or whether it be on decision day against Minnesota. Yeah, because if we see the Galaxy goal differentials, minus four, um, you know. So it's, yeah, it's not looking good. But, you know, you got to, you got to, you got to see, you got to, you got, you're going to need some help from that. Um, JP, I want to ask you, we talked, we just talked about Carlos Vela. Um, he also did an interview uh, on Thursday, this past Thursday, um, give me your initial thoughts of the interview. What were your thought? Uh, what were your thoughts on the interview? I felt like him doing an interview to me that just told told me that he's he's essentially going to stay next year. That's just my assumption. But what did you think of the interview? Did you like it? Did you enjoy it? And then what, what were your thoughts? Um, I think there were like three major takeaways um, from it. You know, in a thirty minute interview, and you only have three major takeaways. Um, I guess it kind of highlights how how business professional it was. You know. Um, he said he wanted to win MLS Cup with LAFC. That was his goal. Um, obviously, that doesn't really seem likely this season. So it, you know, implies that that next season's the the one he wants to really win it in. Um, he said he's trying to convince Antoine Griezmann to to come to LAFC, which is another big one, a big star. Uh, I guess the second biggest star to to come to LAFC if that ever happens. Um, and he just overall just just made it seem like he was going to stay. You know, it, it's not like. He felt sad about leaving LAFC or anything. He he really just he didn't they didn't confirm it, they didn't say it, but it felt like, you know, he was gonna stay and and, and this was in his last his last dance. Yeah, I mean I, I felt anytime um a player like him is is wanting to do an interview um during the season, I, I you know, it's interesting. One thing I I did find a little interesting was they turned off the comments. I saw people yeah. on Twitter that they turned off the comments because I thought this was supposed to be the, for the fans. Um, he, so I just, I just kind of found stayed, that interesting. Like Max picked some some questions, and then if you like look at it over again, he picked one saying um, asking if there's gonna be Vela for you know still gonna be Vela next year, and then he didn't ask that question, but Max saved it. So like you can kind of see that he saved it, but he just didn't ask it. So I guess that was Max trying to be tricky or, or you know um, like an Easter egg right there. But he picked like three three questions, and one of those was is Vela gonna stay. Um, but he didn't ask Vela that. He just picked it, so everybody who saw it could could see it. Um, so I don't know if he was teasing that. Um, but yeah, because they he didn't they didn't confirm anything, obviously. But he did save that little question. So I don't know that I caught that. I don't know if 
if he didn't mean to or or if he knew what he was doing and, and teasing us. Oh yeah, I don't I don't know how IG IG live works like that anyway. Anyways, but yeah, actually, I think to me is is pretty straightforward. I think he's staying. Um, whether he, they're gonna ask him or not, I I just thought this was more of the fan. It was more of a fan interview type of thing. Um, and I just found it interesting that they turned off the comments. Um, Alex, what were your thoughts? I, I, I'm not not sure if you saw it, but what are your thoughts of the whole thing, Vela doing an interview in IG? Yeah, I, I heard about it. You know, saw the quotes from it, of course, and stuff. And I honestly think it's great. You know, I hope Carlos Vela stays with LAFC. You know, I want MLS to keep growing, and I think he's one of the best ever players to come play in this league. So I'm kind of hoping he kind of does stay. He's been in. He's an LAFC legend for sure, and he's definitely probably going to get a statue like the Galaxy do with some of their players. Hopefully, and um, I'm kind of hoping Statue he does. Cause... Without you, got to win first, don't you think? Don't you got to win an MLS Cup? Well, first? we'll see. But I mean, he's a club legend. If we're if we're being honest, I mean, every LAFC fan can agree. Like, oh yeah, he's the greatest player of all time for the club, and he legend, has a lot of meaning. I agree with you, but I think he, for him, I, this is just my personal take. Anybody has won, has gotten a statue at least in LA, has won a championship. Mm-hmm. So I, I I agree with you. He he's up there, but I feel like you got to win a championship or multiple championships to potentially. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know what the criteria is or whatever, but we'll see. Um, But yeah, just uh, on that topic. Yeah, I think it's great. You know, him trying to recruit Antoine Griezmann is pretty cool. So, you know, that's great for the city. And I think everybody in LA just wants to see a Chicharito Vela LAFC LA Galaxy game one of these days. And, you know, we haven't gotten it for the past two years. And hopefully this, you know, third time's a charm. Yeah, I I hope I hope that happens. I, I definitely hope that happens. And I do look, I do. Uh, hope Carlos Vela is able to get a uh, a statue, but I feel like you got to get some championships first because I think that that should at least be the criteria. I think JP quarter shield pro- doesn't count. <laughs> it's it's true. I, it, it doesn't count. If, we, if we're gonna go off like criteria for trophies, like if he only gets a trophy because of the supporter shield, it's kind of it's kind of whack. It doesn't really mean anything. Well, I don't. Well, yeah. I, I, to me, yeah, you definitely got to get some some championships. Um, but yeah, look, uh, it's interesting. Yeah, Bruce Arena had talked about that, and I know I made a lot of noise. Well, I think Hercules Gomez. Hercules. Yeah, Gomez. everyone in New England hates him now, so it's pretty funny. Yeah, it's it's interesting. Um, but I mean, it's a it's a good take because let's be honest, most of us forgot that the Union won the Supporter Shield last year, and then I think it was in twenty, what was it, twenty nineteen? It was it was LAFC, I think, right? Who won the Supporter Shield that year? And then 2018, it was Toronto. Like, nobody really cares much about him unless, you know, they win everything like MLS Cup, uh, Supporter Shield, and maybe even CONCACAF Champions League. Because Greg Vanny's Toronto were so close to getting that uh, triple trophies, getting the CONCACAF Champions League because of Michael Bradley messed up. Then you had they had a Supporter Shield, and then they won MLS Cup. It was almost perfect for them. Yeah. No, I, th- I think that that's the interesting. Hopefully next season... When they do the schedule, because it well, Bruce Serena, I'm just gonna paraphrase here. It's like he was just saying, like they don't play everybody in the league, right? And that's and that's true. And I think it's all it's more on the MLS than it is on New England or it is on the fans. And it's just like I saw what Hercules Gomez was doing. He was just talking about it. He was just being honest about it. And I guess maybe he was, and maybe it did come off across to some New England fans that. Hey, this doesn't really matter. He was maybe some I know fans sometimes take it personal, but um maybe the words he used may may have not been uh could have been used differently, I guess. But I got his point. I understood what he was trying to say. Um, you know, and he and I think he just went a little a little he went a little a little more uh, uh into it than Bruce Arena. 
And I think that's what kind of uh, upset uh, some of the fans. But, yeah, I mean, it makes sense because the Revs haven't really won much. And this is kind of like their biggest major trophy, you know, in all of their existence in recent memory. So when somebody's kind of thrashing about it, saying it doesn't really mean much, then I kind of understand the reaction. But at the same time, Hercules Gomez isn't wrong. The supporter shield doesn't really matter. JP, your thoughts? I know you, I know you just hopped on. Does yeah. the supporter shield matter? Yes or no? I think it does. It gives you automatic bid to the to the CONCACAF Champions League. Um, I think that's why it matters the most. Um, and then, you know, it's a, piece of, it's a piece of silverware. Um, you know, people celebrate, you know, the FA Cup, Copa del Rey. You know, they still, they still um, you know, are proud to win that. But, um, yeah, I mean, I still don't think this Revs title matches LAFC's title. Um, <laughs> Tell us. I he just, he's just salty. He's just salty. He's just salty. Let's, 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 let's be, um, you, just look, listen to Herc's point. Herc, Herc put it, put it. Seventy-three the best, points you know? in LA, New England. Let me just be clear. New England got seventy-three points in LAFC. The Revs did not play every single team this season. LAFC did. Um, the Revs didn't. Uh, what barely played like one team with thirteen wins. This I think season? they played only two Western Conference teams or yeah, three this so, this year. The East has always been weaker. They barely, you know, they won most of their games just by a goal. You know, they never, you know, really, you know, stomped on over these teams throughout the season. Um, so it wasn't as convincing or as, as spectacular as LAFC's, you know. Um, the points are there, but, you know, if you really you look at the eye test, then I think LAFC's was a bit more of a spectacle. I mean, I understand your point, but, like, you mentioned while you're talking about it, putting supporters shield the same thing as what well, FA Cup, Copa del Rey, even though they're two different, you know, kind of trophies. Because Copa del Rey is like an inner season trophy, and then you have supporters shield, which is kind of just the the top of the table. Which in most, you know, major leagues, you know, top of the table means you you win the title most of the time. Which is kind of the weird thing about MLS, which is why I kind of have it only it only means something if you go on and win MLS Cup, and that's the only time I, I can really agree. Like, oh yeah, this uh, this supporter shield here matters because showed not only were we the best team in the playoffs but we were the best team in the entire regular season that's why i it, it really it needs context of supporter shields to really show that yeah it's a meaningful trophy most of the time a lot of teams that win the supporter shield don't usually win mls cup and that's yeah. why i don't revere it as something where so spectacular or something too celebratory because at the end of the day you want to have the mls cup not the supporter shield yeah and i think that's uh that's more on the mls we were just talking uh Earlier, JP, I know you weren't on. Um, that that's what the league has to do a better job. Like, if you're gonna have the supporters shield, like everybody has to be able to play everybody. Uh, understand they made a schedule, but it's like it's it's really unbalanced if you're playing and you're facing the same teams, right? And you're not facing because I don't think they faced LAFC. They didn't face LA Galaxy. Um, they faced LAFC in the preseason, but they didn't face LAFC during the season. They didn't face Seattle. Um, I don't know if they face Sporting Kansas City. It's mostly all the East Coast teams. Yeah. Um. So it's like to me, like I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to like, but because it's, it's, uh, it's, you know, they, they, they got, they're the best team, right? But like, we'll see playoff time. Um. But I also have no doubt that Bruce Arena knows what he's doing, and he, he's yeah. a, he's a hell of a coach. And I don't want to discredit that, but I also agree with what he said. You know, I think the MLS just needs to do a better job of making sure everybody faces everybody and then you have more like more of that context what what alex said because then you're like yeah we played everybody we beat everybody or we got the most points out of everybody and then it, and then it makes it that much more valuable even though it's still valuable because you do get that you do punch your ticket to 
to the Champions League, to the CONCACAF Champions League, which is obviously the, uh, the biggest tournament. Everybody wants to play. Everybody wants to be in it. Um, but yeah, that that's also going to be interesting to what what is it the the League's Cup? Um, yeah. You know when mm-hmm. Liga MX and uh, uh, MLS. You know that's going to be interesting too, right? Um, how how obviously we know we know how that's going to work, but it's you know who's facing who, which teams facing this, who played this. I know we're it's going to be like a a, a month long break or two month long break from the seat from each each leagues, but I think it's going to be very very interesting because once that comes into play and. Who, who gets to play into the CONCACAF and everything like that. So it's interesting, but I, I, I agree next year it has to have more context because I'm, and I'm also glad that a person like Hercules Gomez, who has probably like one of the biggest voices in MLS is, is, is willing to say that and obviously go on the limb and obviously it's going to happen. Fans are going to get upset. Fans are going to take it personal, but maybe his wording could have been better, a lot better than he did like on, on, but on on tv but you know you're never going to be you're never going to be you're never going to be able to say the perfect thing at the perfect time especially on tv uh honestly but i think him saying that i know the league's paying attention they just got to do a better job of that and making it more of that context and then that way even if they don't win mls cup or whatever they're like okay but did they they did beat everybody or they did have every they played they had a opportunity to play everybody had an opportunity to get all those points and it was a challenging task during the season but at the end of the day uh, as of right now the mls cup is still the trophy that everybody wants because it is it is the hardest one is it is the one that everyone goes for so we'll, we'll see we'll see what, what what happens uh moving next season but yeah we'll see also i think a lot of people are going to pay attention to the revs you know see how they do because i know there's a lot of memes i like oh they're gonna get knocked down the first round i'm like mm, i don't know if they're gonna knock down the first round uh if that happens then yeah you know the, the that happened to uh, Philadelphia last year. They were the, they won the supporter shield and then they got knocked out in the first round. Yeah, didn't they have like a fake supporter shield or like they... it's a Mickey Mouse supporter shield? If, if we're being honest, you had a shortened season and stuff. You know that's why everybody talks about you know the Lakers or the Dodgers having Mickey Mouse trophies just because the season was shortened. Yeah, yeah, look, Dodgers, man, brutal. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad that roller coaster of my emotions is not. Oh yeah, man, that was horrible. Yeah, and then like now, like the Braves are about to beat the Astros. The Braves are going to choke right now. They lost yesterday. They yeah, started yeah. the game with a grand slam, and then the Astros came back bad. and won. Yeah, like we don't we don't need to go down that path. I think by emotions with with the Dodgers, you know, we'll see what happens next. Okay, year. worse this offseason. Wait till people leave. Wait till <laughs> oh, Kershaw yeah, goes like, to I'm Texas. Not, I'm not gonna. I'm not even. I'm not gonna tune into baseball till uh till till April next season. So no worries. But look, yeah, look, t- final two games, guys, and I think to me, um. This is an exciting time because there we're also going to have the international break too in between you know the end of the season and the start of the playoffs, which is kind of interesting. But it's a good thing, except for some of the players will be called up. Um, I think we can assume who, who will be called up. Pretty much the same players have been getting called up, and I think for the Galaxy, you just have to add uh, Joan Araujo to that to, to that to that to that roster list. But yeah, how do you? Uh, let me ask you this, Alex. Uh, how do you how do you think uh, the Galaxy will finish? Okay, so this game against Seattle, I think it'll be tough. I think it's going to be a low-scoring affair, and I think the Galaxy just might edge out, might edge out a 1-0 victory. I think that could be possible. I don't know. Like I said, I'm, I don't know. This game could go either way. It's crazy. I, I don't know what to think. Am I nervous? Am I excited? Am I confident? No, I'm not. I'm just Alex. That's what I'm feeling right now. I don't know what to feel going into this game. I'm just going to, yeah, I'm just going to, you know, be watching this game, have some cherry pie, you know, relax, cherry watch pie. this Look game. You, you fancy. 
Man, I love cherry pie. But uh, yeah, uh, I'm going to be watching this, hoping for at least a point. At least one point. That is what I'm hoping for. At least one point. Okay. And then the game against Minnesota is going to be a coin flip, really. Both teams are really good. Emmanuel Reynoso had a literally beautiful penalty, Panenka, over the goalkeeper. Ice veins in that penalty. I was astonished. I was like, wow. I wouldn't have the guts to do that. But yeah, it was. Uh, it's going to be a coin flip on decision day. Hopefully, uh, the Galaxy are able to get a positive result there. The last times they faced Minnesota, they won the first game, uh, mostly because of the Jonathan Klinsman heroics. And then the second time they faced them was an absolute embarrassment for the entire team. Yeah, so, JP, you, you were shaking your head there when he was talking about getting getting a point with the Galaxy. Hey, with the Sounders, Galaxy can easily go over six with it right now. I, I know it's <laughs> entirely possible. They could easily lose these two points. They could easily go over six right now. It's entirely oh. possible, but hey, it's MLS. Anything can happen, right? Yeah, anything so, can happen, yeah. but I, I'd put my money on winning one game at most. Beating Minnesota, I don't think they beat Seattle at Seattle with Joe Paulo and, and Morris back. Uh, and Marijn Schmetzer was pit livid last game. I think Seattle's coming with knives in their teeth. And... Anything's possible in MLS, buddy. Anything's possible. Anything, it's true. Anything possible. All right, JP, let me ask you the same question. How do you feel uh, – LAC finished these last two games because we got this one uh, tomorrow and then obviously this weekend against the Rapids, who I should add because I'm not going to speak to you guys. We're not going to record another podcast till next week. So we'll find out. We'll find out next Monday. I'll see you guys in playoffs. See you guys in playoffs. <laughs> we'll find out next Monday if both teams, one teams. All right, look, it could be an early vacation for all three of us, and no team, no LA team makes it, which I think would be the worst possible. Thing. And honestly, that's the, the worst case scenario. Would be the worst thing. Look, I get a longer vacation, I guess. Um, but yeah, how do you think the guy, the, the LAFC finished? Because look, I should add, you finished this season against Colorado Rapids, who you traded a player. Named Mark Anthony K, who's who's I think is gonna come uh, he's, he's very motivated active. to the game. He's an undercover it. agent. He's an undercover agent. So I'll act. I'll act. <laughs> no, but um I think we'll be I think we can beat Vancouver. Um I really do. I think you know their hot streak can may come to an end. It's just they just don't find it, you know, tomorrow for some reason. Or or LAFC really just come to play again, you know. Bob really uh out outplayed Brian Schmetzer for the first time against Seattle. So obviously Bob is going to have confidence in, in his in his tactics now going into the rap into the white caps. And you know, decision day the Rapids might not play play all their best guys. They might, you know, want to rest or whatever. Try something new because they already know where, where they're going to end up in the season. So that might be a, an easier game than, than we expect on decision day. But you know, like Alex said, we can easily, you know, win these last two games or we could easily just lose them tie and win and and you know make it more complicated for us but you know before the the six game final stretch i told you you know lafc have the destiny in their hands and if, and if they manage to win these two games go undefeated in the last six games five five wins and one draw then, then they deserve to be in playoffs now is that seventh place fifth place i don't know that depends on the other teams but seventh i see we win these two games with minimum seventh yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely right there for the taking if you're able to get, obviously, a result tomorrow, result this weekend. Um, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Also, you know, paying attention to the scoreboards because you're going to – you guys may be rooting for each other, you know, or maybe – most likely that'd be the awkward thing, right, if you're an LAFC fan rooting for Galaxy to – It's funny because this past weekend, uh, both LA Galaxy and LAFC had to root for uh, the San Jose Earthquakes uh, to take care of RSL. So it was a weird week. Something both LA Galaxy and LAFC fans could agree they did during on the San Jose Earthquakes, which is something that I think none of us expected to say this MLS season. They were almost they almost choked. And almost RSL, choked. 
RSL could easily choke too. They have Timbers and they have SKC. So they easily can not be factored into this equation for playoffs either. Yeah, and I think I also think Timbers too. Like Timbers, I think Timbers finished the season against Austin FC. Austin FC is just fighting yeah. for pride, obviously, at this point. Um, you know, so a couple a couple of those those the bottom teams uh could definitely make some surprises because you know, if they be if they're able to somehow say uh Austin is able to beat Portland, you know, you you limit how many points they're gonna be able to get. So there's there's a lot of things that could happen there. But yeah. I think it's going to be very interesting what the what the what the what the how the final games will be played and how one up ends up happening with with these two teams. Who do, you, who do you think makes playoff, Joe? Gio, who do you think makes playoffs? I think it's a coin toss to be honest, because I, I don't I don't feel no I don't feel confident because um, it's been I feel like with with the Galaxy they're there. But they finish. They played today the Sounders, and then they finished against Minnesota. And I think with uh, if they get a point today or somehow get a point today, then it then it's it's yeah. feasible. If you get a win, then I think if you get a win against Seattle, you get a win. But if they get a loss, then it then it gets tricky because you know you got to throw everything against Minnesota United, and you know they're going to throw everything at it. So I think it's a little questionable uh, for the Galaxy. I think today's result will will say a lot if you get a point it, ma- it makes it a lot more it makes the game easier for the or it makes the, the hopes easier on sunday on the lafc side like i love that they've been winning i love what what i've been seeing from them the fight and seeing you know what chicha's been doing but they've been winning but they're even though they've been winning or they haven't lost they're still in ninth ninth in the ninth seed so my only thing for me on LAFC is like they could potentially LAFC could literally potentially win out these next two games and still be out of the playoffs. Um, because obviously you need Vancouver, Lou, you know, I mean, you need uh RSL, you need you need Minnesota, you need the Galaxy. Um, so say every 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 game doesn't go LAFC's way, even though you guys went out and say the teams ahead of you get better results or whatever. You could, you know, win these next two games, get six points, and still be out. No, if is- we win the six games, we're in. Because if Galaxy beat Minnesota, we jump. We jump Minnesota, and then if Minnesota beats the Galaxy, we jump the Galaxy, and then by beating Vancouver, we already jump Vancouver. But I was, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm saying, but you also Real Salt Lake. You got Real, Real Salt Lake in there. Um, so Real Salt Lake is also one right there. So it's like. There, there. It's, it's, it's not, it's not, it's not a clear path for either team to make it. You know, I hope both make it because we'll be able to go to two playoff games. But in the back of my mind, it's just like I can see both teams not making it. <laughs> that's literally, that's literally like how I'm feeling. I'm like, I hope both make it, but I'm literally like, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, it's Sunday, Sunday at five p.m. and then we find out because uh, I what what time do you, do you guys both play at three or is it? Yeah, it's both. Uh, all the Western Conference games go on at the same time at three o'clock. Yeah, so so it's like, yeah, we by five o'clock we will find out if both teams made it, or you know, find out it's like, hey, we're going on vacation, fellas. It's time, it's time to time to go to Cancun. So yeah, you know. I'll see Chicha in in in, in um in Cancun. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens, man. But like, yeah, no, I, I'm rooting for both teams, and we'll see what happens. But if neither team makes it, then it is what it is. It, it it's honestly, I wouldn't feel bad for either team because they did it to themselves if they don't yep. make it to the playoffs. It's like it, it was right. It was both teams had an opportunity early in the season. Uh, 
during the season to to really extend that gap to at least be at the top of the table and not be at the bottom of the table or at least fighting uh in uh, outside in so we'll we'll see do they deserve it i don't know i it, it, it's been boring watching them some of them uh is watching some of them play obviously i know the injuries and all these different things but to me it's like these two teams that have this much talent should not be at the bottom. Understand this is Greg Vanny's first first season and all that, but there's a lot of talent. I just feel like, you know, it's very clear to say both teams have not played to what most of us expected. We saw Galaxy start off really, really hot. LFC, you know, was predicted to go all the way. There's so many things that happen, but we'll we'll, we'll see what happens. But hopefully both teams make it. If they don't, you know, it's on them, and we'll have to come back here and talk about it. Yeah. But look, guys, so, think, so many what ifs are both teams if we're being yeah, honest. Yeah. So many no, go, exactly. It's it's literally what if if this happens and this this yeah. Is like for the galaxy, like I can say like oh if you know Chicharito doesn't get hurt, what if we you know don't have like all these COVID measures that bring in our players so late and at different times of the season because it was so hard for Vanny to kind of be like okay I have to evaluate my players while they play, give them playing time, and I have to bench some of my starters to figure out what I can play and how I can play. So I know it's tough for him to evaluate what to do this year. And I'm pretty sure for LAFC, you know, same thing. You know, what if Bala doesn't get hurt? What if he can stay on the field? And even too, what if, you know, we had Chicho to start the year? Because I-, I can't imagine how many goals he'd be scoring in MLS if he went the whole year with LAFC. Yeah. yeah. No, it's interesting. And uh, uh, I did say at the start of the season, which I thought was bold, Chicharito would get – or would have to get 15 points or 15 goals to at least help the team make the playoffs. So I'm hoping he just gets 15 goals just to make me look good. And then he's not going to make the playoffs, you know, or it could happen like that. It makes me look good and then they'll make the playoffs or he doesn't get 15 goals and then make the playoffs. But we'll see. LFC, LFC go for six for six and just give us MLS cup. Might as well. <laughs> look, that would be, that would be the most impressive, uh, Season ever roller coaster, no, the most impressive roller coaster of a season. If somehow LFC makes it and gets a deep run, it would be like a perfect like documentary. If we're being honest, it literally was so much went on that season, and then all that 30. going on, yeah, basically it would be its own thirty for thirty, which would be perfect, honestly, because it would be such a good story. It w- it would be. It would. I would definitely. Um, I would definitely change a lot of people's opinion. Oh, it might may not change a lot of people's opinions about Bob Bradley. But um, if, he, if, he's able, if he's able to get a hot streak and somehow they make it to MLS Cup and then somehow, yeah, that anything, like literally anything can happen in the playoffs. But I think as a seventh seed, it's harder. You got to get it a little higher in, in the standings. But, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens because there's a lot of magic that could be had in the playoffs. And, you know, we're hoping we're hoping at least one of the teams, one of the L.A. teams gets in there so we can we can cover it. But I think I think that's it, guys. Any any final thoughts? You guys, any final thoughts before we wrap things up? Uh, I'll just say it's just nerve wracking having this all go down decision day. To be honest, it, it's exciting for sure. But you know, obviously, if you're rooting for one of the LA clubs, you obviously wish you kind of would have had your playoff berth established a couple of weeks ago, like a lot of MLS teams. And it's nerve wracking and exciting at the same time. But it, it's uh, it's MLS. You know, anything can happen and stuff. And Hopefully one team in LA makes it at least. That way Gio, you know, doesn't have to go to vacation early and stuff. <laughs> we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Like uh, uh I told Andy before the San Jose game, they win this game, they make the playoffs. I told you on the podcast, LAFC control their own destiny. So they gotta win out and, and hopefully uh I'll, I'll see you guys in playoffs. But um 
yeah, I mean, I think LFC can do it. I have the feeling um, tomorrow's the final, as you know, the first real final. Um, and we'll just get the three points there. Wait, is tomorrow's LAFC game here in Los Angeles? Yeah, it yeah, is here. It's a, it's a oh, I might go bring my Vancouver jersey. And then Vancouver. <laughs> I'm thinking about it. You said we'll, we'll be there. We'll be Vancouver's there. Vancouver's on one less day rest. Yeah, they have one less day of rest, and then they have to travel. So yeah, yeah I think I'll bring my Vancouver jersey to the game. Yeah, we'll, we'll be there. It's gonna be. It's gonna be a. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be a Tuesday game. It's interesting, right? But yeah, we'll we'll definitely be there, and we'll see, we'll see what happens. Look, I, I, for me, it's like look. If you want to be in the playoffs, make it happen for both teams. You, 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 you're gonna make it happen. And if you don't, you don't. Like if you can't make it happen, they. If you can't make it happen in these last two games, you don't deserve to make it in the playoffs because the playoffs are not, they're, they're not they're not even they're not gonna get any easier once you're in the playoffs. So, rooting for for one of these teams to make it. Um, hopefully, hopefully that happens so we can continue covering. But look, that's gonna wrap things up. I know. It was a lot shorter of a podcast uh, than it usually is, but I think we got to cover a couple of things. And it's an interesting week game, like I said, game on a Monday, game on a Tuesday. Um, so this is the best way we were able to record today's podcast, uh, just so we can get it out and people, you know, good good thing people can listen to it uh, a lot sooner. So guys, that's gonna wrap things up for Alex, for JP. This is Gio. We'll catch you guys next time.